1: My name is Sarah Desimores, talking to you directly from Miami, Florida. Welcome to the 5 a.m. Club, where we start the day on a positive note and challenge you towards growth. Is it near this week? This week flew by. It's crazy. I think it's because it started on a Tuesday. So I've noticed that recently, especially I would say the past six to seven months, a lot of people have been on edge. Right. Um, I know not everybody is in real estate, but if you if you're in real estate or in sales, you know, there's something going on. Right. So with the interest rates going up and with, you know, inflation and whatnot, some people that were super motivated before or that were ready to go might be on edge, might be taking dirty time, might not be sure, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought it would be useful to to do some research recently. Research on how do you get people from a no or a maybe to a yes. Initially I wanted to talk about, you know, how do you how do you get people to not say no and focusing on the word no? But because I believe in manifestation and the power of the tongue and whatnot, I don't want to focus on that word. I want to focus on a positive no on a positive word, which is yes. How do you get people to tell you, yes, I want to work with you? Yes, let's move forward. Yes, let me sign this contract. So the first one is, and that's a given. you need to learn how to handle objections. I remember when I started in real estate, that was something that I found really annoying. Like, why do I have to practice all these objection handlers? Why do I need to know all that? At the end of the day, objections are common reasons why clients say no or maybe. For example, oh, no, um, let let me think about it. So an objection handler is, okay, well, what do you need to think about? Let me help you out. Or someone says, let me gather my thoughts. You know, you can ask questions. You know, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about? Do you have any questions so I can help you out, right? So... Learning, you'll notice also that the objections are often the same ones in your profession. Uh, in real estate, for example, if I'm calling expired listings, people will say, hey, you know, I'm going to sell it myself, or I'm going to relist with the same agent. As you gain years of experience in the business, you'll see they're always the same. So learning how to handle these objections with diff- in different ways can be super helpful in helping the, the person change their mind from their initial thoughts. The second thing that is helpful is to have another skill, a value proposition. So a value proposition is what makes you unique. What makes you different than anyone else in your business? Make sure that you focus on that value proposition and that you remind your client or the person whose mind you're trying to change what that value proposition is. Do you speak another language? Do you have a special skill? Do you have an amazing team? Do you work for a company that offers something different than other companies? Make sure that you put a lot of emphasis on that value proposition. Number three, come from contributions. okay? Show how, you know, even with your value proposition and your objection handlers, all of the things we talked about before, Make sure that you come from a place of, listen, I'm trying to help you. I'm not just trying to sell you something, but I'm really trying to, to do something positive in your life. One way that you can do this is to ask a lot of questions. For example, if you're trying to, sell, to get someone to, to sell their house with you, ask them, hey, where, where are you going to next, right? And coming from contribution can be like, listen, if you're moving to another state, or if you're moving to another country, I can connect you with amazing people in that place that can help you either buy a new home or get settled. I know attorneys. Uh, I know I'm part of a networking group where whatever it is that you need, no matter where you are in the world, for example, I can connect you with the right people that you need, right? So what do you offer? What can you offer to them that is different? How can you be helpful Number four, have an effective follow-up system. That one is crucial. Whether it's a system that you created, you know, with a checklist or whatnot, or having an effective CRM, which is a customer relations manager, something online, make sure that you follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Because oftentimes when people end up coming with you, it's not necessarily because you are better than your competition but sometimes it's better because you were the person that was following up the most with them, calling them the most, texting, email, whatever it is that you need to do, make sure that you follow up, follow up, follow up. I have a client who is the owner of a couple of dealerships and who ended up, who's ending up buying something with me. And he even told me that, to be honest, Sarah, the reason I'm here today is because you are really good at following up with me I would even love to talk to my team at the dealership on how effective your follow-up was because you weren't pushy, but you always followed up with me. And finally, my favorite, using psychology, asking yes, yes, yes questions, right? Asking the client or the person questions where they're going to answer yes a lot, leading up to what you want them to say yes to. For example... Uh, Do you want to make the most money in the end with this sale? Yes. Do you believe I can sell your property? Yes. Okay, then let's get started. So just training the person to say yes can be extremely, extremely useful. At the end of the day, objections are not rejections, they're requests for more information. And remember that your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. Catch you tomorrow at 5 a.m.